serious question for you i'm ready for it are you a fan of tits of tits yeah uh yeah okay how about lawnmower dog season one episode two of rick and morty well you know yeah who isn't who isn't it's a beautiful episode it's the artistic values off the his hay. Off the his hay. His way. I knew you, you were going to say that. It was <laughs> way off the his hay. It was exactly what I was planning <laughs> on saying, actually. Well, with that, you've come to the right place. This is the good, the bad, and the boovies. Still October, watching our spooktacular films, and we are... The, the Downtown, Downtown Spook Boys. Um, and today, we watched a classic? No? No. I- I hope not. Uh, um, a part of two classic series together. Yeah, it's like, uh, but when they mix, they do not make classic. Like you and I, we're great on our own, but here in this pot, got the worst. Things the get weird. Worst. <laughs> we watched um, Freddy versus Jason. Doof! Not what I expected this movie was going to be. Not what I expected this movie to be. It was bad. It was real bad. I don't know if you... You probably knew before because you do all the research, but I thought this movie would be kind of good. It was fucking terrible. Um. Well, when picking all these movies for Spooktober, you know, I wanted to do some... Like, Zombieverse It's not, like, one that anybody's heard of. It's a B-movie. Bird Box isn't necessarily super horror, but it had a lot of buzz on it. So then I wanted to get one that was strictly... Like, people would be like, oh, yeah, I know this. Yeah. And it would be controversial. Freddy versus Jason. We're taking the historic Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and mashing them together. And you're making mashed potatoes, but instead of potatoes, it is fecal matter. With some cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. Fecal matter and cauliflower. That's That kind of sums up the, <laughs> the quality of this movie. Uh-huh. Um, and today we're not drinking... Except coffee. And water. And water. Coffee and water. Gotta love some coffee and water. I get some water. Um, so yeah, no beers today. Um, but a lot of fears. Well. No, once again, I don't like scary movies. and This was not, not a scary, scary movie. Of the two characters, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees... Who do you think is the scarier one? Oh, definitely Jason. Oh, I was going to say definitely Freddy. <laughs> well, maybe in Nightmare on Elm Street, but in this, it was I think it was Jason. Okay. Freddy okay. was kind of like, he was like almost comedic. That's kind of his role, though. But like, if these things were to happen in real life, like this serial killer with a machete or this guy that can enter your dreams, the dream thing is going to fuck me up more. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, 
I could stay up for a couple days. I don't know. If it lasted more than a couple days, I'm scared of uh, Freddy. But, like, I mean, Jason, dude, he could just pop up out of nowhere. And you can't kill him. Like, Freddy, You literally cannot kill that man. <laughs> Freddy, you can, like, there's a way to fight against him by taking, like, the drugs and not remembering and, like, not fearing him, like, means that he doesn't have any power over you but with jason he's just a fucking idiot. but they did kill jason in the previous movie i mean i haven't watched all of the franchise films or anything but he was dead at the beginning and freddie brought him back to life well, how did they do that i don't know now we need to watch and i, I think, think he was just like slumbering just waiting i think the one before this is jason nine there's nine jason, jason takes manhattan so what the fuck that's when he dies manhattan it's one of the worst horror films of all time. I almost did that instead of Jason versus Freddy. Or oh, Freddy versus Jason, sorry. Yeah. Can only imagine. And yeah. Fuck, that'd be so lame. <laughs> Honestly, they're like on like a cruise ship or something, and then Jason follows the teens on the cruise ship to Oh, so he just murders so he just murders everyone on the cruise ship? And then in Manhattan. Okay, so during the Freddy and Jason <laughs> fight, like, Freddy was, like, really able to do some damage to Jason. Uh-huh. The entire New York Police Department and probably National Guard would be able to do damage to Jason. And Transformers. And Transformers. They are real. I mean, if Freddy and Jason can live in the same universe, why can't the Autobots? Yeah. Lame. <laughs> Hard-ass Bumblebee on Jason <laughs> fight scene. That's the next one. Jason v. Bumblebee. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Jason would get his fucking ass kicked. What? Oh, my God. I was just thinking, like, what if in this universe, like, Bumblebee actually dies because of it? <laughs> because of Jason, he somehow wins? Well, I mean, you can't technically kill Jason, but you can still kick his ass. <laughs> You and really can't. I was telling Brandon they should just send Jason to space, and then Brandon's like, yeah, the next movie is Jason X, where he's in space killing people. And yep. like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is it. That was one of actually one of my quotes was a non-quote from the movie. This is the quote from you. You should just send him to space. Well, about that. I don't understand. There's no one in space to murder. Except the astronauts. Is it like modern day? No clue. Oh, man. But yeah. We should have watched that. <laughs> I didn't know about that until I did the research. Maybe it was like he landed on the moon with the space Nazis in Iron Sky. So many connections here. There's, it's all intertwined. Going to Manhattan, you mm -hmm. could call him a downtown spook boy. That was pretty good, huh? That was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Okay, our movie. Transformers? Freddy vs. Oh. <laughs> Jurassic World 2. Oh, Again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, director is Ronnie Yu. He has done The Postman Strikes Back, The Occupant, China White, Bless This House, Formula 51, Saving General Yang, or any of these? Uh, all my bells are unrung. Um, Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Uh... The child's play Chucky, the little doll, the killer yeah, doll, yeah, yeah, yeah. but his bride. Chuck S. Yeah, that seems about right. That I bet is, that one is a lot like this one. That is Ronnie Yu's work. Ronnie Yu. Um, our writer today, there is, um, 
I guess two of the credited writers are Wes Craven, who was the original writer of all the Freddy Krueger films. Mm-hmm. He's always credited them. Plus, he did The Hills Have Eyes, Ooh. The Last House on the Left, okay. and the Scream TV series. Okay. And then um, Victor Miller, who's credited for every Friday the 13th movie. Plus, he did The Black Pearl and a movie called Rock, Paper, Scissors. <laughs> I want to see rock paper scissors. I want to see rock paper scissors really bad. I'm gonna guess it's like rock a monster you have to play rock paper scissors against, and if you lose, he kills you. And that's the whole that's the basis whole, yeah. of the movie. Um, our other writer solely for this one is um, Damien Shannon, and he wrote the Friday the Thirteenth remake, this, and the remake of Baywatch. Of Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. I did get a lot of Baywatch vibes. With the, all the boobs. Yeah, with Zac Efron and... Mm-hmm. Was The Rock in that? Was it The Rock? I, th- I think it was The Rock. One of those really buff people. Or John Cena or... Or Chad. <laughs> whatever, like whatever cast it was, it was a Chad. There was a Chad in there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So those are our writers. Two credited, although they didn't write on this just because they did the, the stories yeah. of them. Yeah. And Damien Shannon. Famous Baywatch writer. <clears throat> Um, our cast includes Robert Englund, who is Freddy Krueger. He's played him up to this point. This was his last role as Freddy. Um, Ken Kersinger, who played Jason, who kind of traded off with another person for Jason a lot. I mean, um, you don't really have to have the same actor for Jason. No. And then you've got Kelly Rowland, Monica Kina. Jason Ritter, Catherine Isabella, Lachlan Monroe, and Brendan Fletcher. I don't. Kelly Rowland is a name that I knew. Where's she, what's she from? I don't remember. Oh, but okay. I knew that name. Yeah. She played Kia. Okay. So gotcha. That's about it. We never found out if she was wearing acrylics or not. We didn't find out if she was wearing acrylics. Okay, guys. I'm sure you could tell what the plot of Freddy vs. Jason is about. Can you take a guess? Yeah, I it's a uh, it's a really really compelling romance between two unlikely antagonists finding that they don't need to take out their fury on humanity when they can channel their passion into love for each other, which is all fueled by the hatred of their bosses. Yeah, they were both office workers, yeah. and they, they, you know, they were on strike, and yep. they met each other on the strike line, and there was this really beautiful sex scene between Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, and uh, that meet cute story, phenomenal, phenomenal, Be- better than almost any movie I've seen before for meet cute. God, when Freddy Krueger sodomizes Jason <laughs> Voorhees with his knife hands, I just found that so romantic. Well. You basically nailed it, minus the love. <laughs> Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorize the teenagers of Elm Street, only this time, they're out to get each other, too. Yeah. <laughs> Tired boy, again. Always, always, always. Uh, which is, like, weird, because I don't see why they need to be fighting each other. No, not at all. It's They were both greedy. They both wanted the kills. They were looking for that kill streak, that twenty-three kill streak, oh, to get shit. the Moab. Yeah, he was really close to the Moab. Is yeah, it was actually a romance over a Moab, over a, a let's play of Call of Duty. 
a gameplay commentary video. They were playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 uh, on dome map. Yeah, it was like both face cams in each quarter. Yep. And then, like, they got mad at each other. No screen peeking, man! (laughs) Yeah. They were actually just playing in their apartment on split screen. Yeah, they're roommates. Yeah. One is a a poli-sci major, and the other one is a, a journalism major. And they thought, you know what, let's be roommates. They met in RIT 101. Yeah, on the strike line. (laughs) And they fell in love and are now roommates, but it's kind of platonic. Literally, we could talk about the rest of the movie and it would not be as good as the, like, what we... This story? Yeah. Yeah, this is way better. Okay. Are you ready for some history? Uh, yeah. I've got a lot because I wanted to do just a little bit of Nightmare and a little bit of Friday the 13th as well. And then the combined. So, first, general history... Freddy vs. Jason, 2003 American slasher film, crossover between Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th series, obviously. The film retroactively establishes the two series in a shared universe and pits their respective antagonists, Jason and Freddy, against each other after the former... Oh, sorry, Freddy and Jason. So after the former, Freddy manipulates Jason into coming back to life and attacking the residents of Springwood to facilitate his own return. So, so, so Freddy was just using Jason's love, <laughs> just using him. Yeah. And then he just it, tried to discard him. Je- jealousy, really. Oh my God. Um, so Nightmare on Elm Street history, the overall plot of the franchise centers around the fictional character, oh, Fred Krueger. He goes by Freddy, apparently. His name huh. is Fred Krueger. Um, the apparition of a former child killer who was burned alive by vengeful parents of his victims, who returns from the grave to terrorize and kill the teenage residents of Springwood, Ohio, in their respective dreams. Which they kind of do give a decent story of that, like kind of build that, if you haven't seen any of the previous films. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Kind of a cheesy story, but it was probably better than the novels. I don't think, was there a novel? I thought they were just, maybe they were, I don't know. Didn't you literally just say the writer was the credited writer was of the novels? I didn't say novels. I just said writer. So he could have oh. written the original screenplays. Maybe he wrote a novel. I don't know. I that don't, wasn't I in f- my history. I feel like a lot of these have to be novels. Probably. And then Friday the 13th. This franchise mainly focuses on the fictional character Jason Voorhees, who was thought to have drowned as a boy at Camp Crystal Lake due to the negligence of the camp staff. Decades later, the lake is rumored to be cursed and is the setting for a series of mass murders, Jason is featured in all the films as either the killer or the motivation for the killings. Wait, but what about Jason's whole thing about being that he watched his mother get killed at the camp? I think that's a new thing in oh, this. Oh, they just threw it in there? I think so. Man. So one was burned alive, being a killer. Yeah. One, and now he wants revenge on the people who killed him, which Holy is real petty. shit. Real, you were already a killer. A long time ago, the earth, wind, and water and fire nations all lived in <laughs> harmony. Who? Then the fire nation attacked. Freddy yeah, Krueger. Freddy Krueger attacked. Who's earth and who is wind in this? Well, t- TBD, you know. Oh, it's the, actually, it's the monster in the happening. The wind. Is the wind. It's and the wind. bird box. Yeah. And earth is... The Transformers. Come on, let's be real here. I was going to say Winona Ryder because she keeps everyone grounded. <laughs> God damn it. 
That was good. Thanks. Um, so for these, like I was saying, it's kind of petty of Freddy to do this because he was a killer and is now like, oh, I'm pissed you guys killed me. Jason was just a boy that was killed by kids and drowned in a lake. And now he wants revenge that way. Yeah, but he wants revenge on everyone. He's just a murderer now. So does Freddy Krueger. Well, yeah. But he, but, like, but he was already a murderer. Yeah, I feel like both Freddy's and Jason's motivations are both just lost because they want as much gore and killing as possible. Because, like, there's no targeted demographic for either killer. Was they there gore go... in this film? Uh, I Honestly, I stopped watching when there were no titties on the screen so <laughs> there were no titties in this well no no i just like like if there weren't titties in the scene i didn't like oh okay. i didn't pay attention just so you all listeners know i marked down every scene where there was titties yeah so i watched about 80 percent of the film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um okay the last of my history this film was influenced by fan desire for a crossover film with a fight between the two New Line and Paramount tried to make this movie in 1987, but could not agree on a story. When Friday the 13th Part 8, oh, this is Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, failed at the box office, Sean Cunningham wanted to reacquire the rights to Friday the 13th and begin working with New Line Cinema, who was the Nightmare on Elm Street production company, um, on Freddy vs. Jason. Paramount and New Line each wanted the license to the other characters so they could control the crossover film. So that stalled it for a little bit, and negotiations on the project collapsed. So Paramount during this time made Jason Takes Manhattan, and after that was released, the rights reverted to new owners who sold them to New Line. So that's why Freddy kind of has the bigger picture in here. But before Cunningham could work, begin to work on Freddy vs. Jason... Wes Craven, the writer of Nightmare on Elm Street, returned to New Line to make New Nightmare, another Freddy film. Um, so this put Freddy on Jason on hold again, but it allowed Cunningham to bring Jason back with Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. That's the one where he dies. He goes to hell in that one. Oh. So... Then Cunningham's frustration with the delayed development of Freddy vs. Jason led him to create Jason X to keep the series alive. And lack of support let the finished film sit for two years before it was released on April 26, 2022. Finally, both companies were available to work on Freddy vs. Jason. I'm looking up the plot to Jason X. The year is 2455. <laughs> the place is Old Earth. Once the shimmering blue jewel of the galaxy, Old Earth is now a contaminated planet abandoned for centuries. Yet humans have returned to the deadly place that they once fled, not to live, but to research the ancient rusting artifacts of bygone civilization. Actually, okay. I thought it would be like super dumb, but that's kind of cool. <laughs> now you want to watch it. Kind of, because Freddy is, like, immortal, apparently. So, like, these archaeologists are coming back to Earth to, like, research, and they find Jason, and he just fucking starts murdering people, and they use their space guns. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Pew, 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 Just like that. And just like you've seen the whole movie, that's Jason X. Yep. No need to go watch. We forgot the rock. I thought you said we forgot the rock. Like, don't worry, I never forget The Rock. <laughs> so that's our history. A lot of um, back and forth on the production, trying to get it going. 
Yeah. So they each just continued to make sequels in the meantime. Such a overproduced series, mm-hmm. honestly. There's like how many Jason movies have it? At I'll least tell you. eight. I'll oh, tell, you. tell me. Well, that's later. Oh, okay. For but now, do you want me to tell you about Speaking of production, yeah. This box office. This budget. It's uh, $30 million. Paul Treesum. I could have made this movie with $12. With me and you. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, box office actually made money. Mm-hmm. That makes me so mad. It's oh, a historic franchise. <laughs> opening weekend, $36.4 million, So they're already in the green. In U.S. and Canada, it made eighty-two point six million worldwide. One hundred sixteen point six million. Yeah. So that's... they they quadrupled. Mm-hmm. What? The it's f- a historic franchise. Yeah. I expected them to make money. It's not a good movie, though. No, it's not a good movie. And I am so ready for you to say potentially the worst tagline I've ever seen. Are you uh, ready? Okay. Jesus. <laughs> the slicer, the dicer, and this time, they're not any nicer. That's so bad. It's so bad. Maybe worse than Cats and Hats only. Yes, I think so. Which one of them is the dicer? Uh, Freddy. He's the only one capable of, of dicing with it. You, can't, you don't dice no, with Five knives, yeah. He, he just... He's gonna sashimi their flesh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a chef. A sous chef. A flesh chef. Flesh chef. Two flesh chefs. This actually is a movie. It's like a... What's that chef show? Where they like have to cook against each other? There's That's so many. Well... Top chef, master top chef, chef it's, chopped. It's a top chef, but instead... Hell's they, Kitchen? They use uh, human meat. Ooh. Yeah. That's this movie. So Jason is the slicer... Freddy is the dicer. And they're not any nicer. And both of them are the downtown spook boys. Right? Um, maybe? Well, it's not, you know, I, not, they both can't be the downtown Because we're the downtown, you know. Right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, with that, you already know the time. Uh, yeah, it's 12.39. <laughs> East, East Mountain, Mountain Standard Time. CST minus 14. CST minus... China Standard Time? Uh, uh, hold on. Cambodia Standard Time? CST is just Central Standard Time. Yeah, um, uh, minus 7 London Time. London Standard Time? Yep. Um, no. It's time for our slasher facts. Gats facts. Check out this fucking guy. Hey, Jethro. This is a rave, not a Halloween party. Why don't you go find yourself a pig to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> invite only corn poke and you weren't invited. Son of a bitch. I liked the... <laughs> The tremble yeah. in your voice made it like you were scared of the movie or something. I'm just in a perpetual state of scared. Yeah. I'm always scared. My first fact. This is the 8th and 11th entries in the two respective series. So 8th for Nightmare on Elm Street, 
and 11th for Friday the 13th. I bet they made like four movies after this too. Um, more. God damn. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, there are so many. I want to see Jason X though. I think that that'd be the coolest one. Next, both Peter Jackson and Rob Zombie were asked to direct this film before they landed on Ronnie U. And for you, little Uzi, a Rob, <laughs> Rob Zombie poster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is his name? Little Uzi Vert and Nar... Nardwall? Not... Nardwall? Uh-huh. I just know him as Lil Uzi. No, no, the guy that was interviewing him. Oh, I have no idea. I know his name, too. I think it's like Nardwall. Something like that. It's something weird. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Rob Zombie and Peter Jackson. Could you imagine if Peter Jackson, because this came out in 2003, gave up the Lord of the Rings trilogy to do this? He would He have never lived it down. We'd live in like a, this would be like a butterfly effect where like he didn't make the, the Lord of the Rings series and now America went through a civil war already and and we're and jason freddie are actually alive yeah yeah our global our our national gdp is like four dollars like we're all living in caves thank you peter jackson thank god thank you for saying no uh my next one according to director ronnie Yu, the special effects team used 300 gallons of fake blood for the movie very obviously fake blood yeah like at the beginning because you imagine if they used real blood in a blood shortage <laughs> 300 gallons there's a blood shortage right now yeah yeah oh just use like pork blood for humans yeah for like this movie oh no i meant like there's a blood shortage like don't give humans later like, in like a trauma i thought you were saying give humans pork blood it's fine <laughs> well, like, no yeah. How would you know? You're you're just a pharmacist. I did my own research. I wa- I read this article on Facebook on the about, onion. Yeah, it was on the onion. It was uh, it's like the onion and clickhole collaboration about like how you can give pork blood to humans. Remember that time we kept getting spammed with emails from Quora, Quora Digest. Yeah, yeah for like four years. <laughs> and neither of us subscribed. Both of us were just like keep getting these emails. And I was like, was it Quora? And you're like, yes. What's going on? Yeah. Probably one of those big, like, leaks. So, 300 gallons. And it's obvious. There's a lot of blood. There is a lot of blood. Um, next. Wait, how many liters are in a gallon? Basically four. Four quarts are in a gallon. How many liters of blood are in a human? I don't know that answer. Wait, how much blood is in a human? I don't know that answer. I feel like there is, like, a... Because it was in Saw... Saw told you how many liters of blood were in a human? My guess is five liters. Well, so wait, so you said 200 gallons? 300 gallons. Five times 300? No, four times. Oh, four times 300? So they used 1,200 liters. Divide by five, that would be 240 240 humans. They did not kill 240 people. Nope. But think about like the bathtub plot hole the bathtub that was just filled with blood yeah that's like one human's worth of blood though no that's way more than five liters a whole bathtub he was a pretty fat guy sitting in there no he was pretty (laughs) thin okay next following the movie's release monica kina and Catherine isabella who played gib and laurie 
had rather choice words about the film, with Kina, Lori, in particular saying that she thought the screenplay was terrible, and that she only really signed on for the money and to raise her profile. Isabel's problem were mostly due to the fact that she didn't get along with director Ronnie Yu, who tried to force her to do a nude scene, even though she had specifically requested a no-nudity clause when she signed on. Sounds about right. So, the titties in the shower, Mm -hmm. body double. In the shower? Yeah, after when collapsed in the bed and stuff when she's showering. A body double, but doesn't it show her, her face and her boobs at the same time? No, it's just like down her head, so it like kind of looked like her, but... Wow. Yeah. They used a stunt double. They were so desperate to get some tits that they used a body double. Just for that. Unbelievable. Supposedly he tried to do this tons of times. Yeah, sounds about right. Next, Ken Kurzinger, who played Jason, revealed that during filming... um. During, that during filming the scene of the characters looking for Hypnosil in the insane Asylum, special effects sparks landed on him, causing his costume to catch on fire. But he was a stuntman for over 20 years, so he remained calm while stagehands rushed in with fire extinguishers to put him out. Fucking the true star of the show. Yeah. They should have just kept <laughs> rolling at that point. Well, I mean, he could have burned alive, but... He's Jason. Isn't he actually immortal in real life yeah ken kersinger is immortal yeah. as well two oh two yeah two more ken kersinger again believes he was hired because at six foot five he is considerably taller than robert england's five foot ten <laughs> the previous jason kane hodder stands at six two director ronnie Yu wanted a visual representation of a david and goliath scenario between the two characters wait the two which the Jason is 6'5", and uh-huh. Freddy is 5'10". Oh, I see. I see. Nice. They do call Jason multiple times in the movie a big motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one. An absurd 17 scripts were submitted, which eventually turned into one script. The producers decided for... Um, some time to go ahead with the script but then change their minds again as they could not ag- agree on the ideas proposed when they merged the scripts together i wonder why <laughs> eventually damian shannon and mark swift came in and created their own script which the producers felt was much closer to the freddie and jason backstories most of the earlier scripts dealt with cults that were attempting to resurrect freddie and jason to come back and fight uh that'd be a cooler plot they're just like sitting around a Ouija board or something. Or like they they just summon Freddy out of the ground and then Jason out of the ground and that's just an hour and a half of them. And just, they just fight. Yeah. It's just like a mech battle. Yeah. <laughs> and that'd be the whole movie. That's the whole movie. There was not a lot of fight in this. No. It was more like a independent Freddy film and then an independent Jason film and then an hour into the film it turned, merged together. I think more Freddy than Jason. Yeah, definitely. So, let's get into our movie. What movie? Jurassic World 2. Okay, sweet. So, my first note for Freddy vs. Jason is that the movie just starts. I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was like a exposition, kind of, but you didn't know it no. was an exposition. Yeah, you didn't know that there was going to be a title card coming later. Yeah. It was just like... It was just, oh, okay, here we are. 
Fred, Freddy was telling some story about his past and how he doesn't have powers anymore, and then they're just girls being murdered. Yep. It was a like a like a cold open for a movie. Pretty much, yeah. I've never seen a movie with a cold open, <laughs> and it really didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, he monologues about his reign of terror, um, both as a human and then as the Freddy Krueger as we know him. Yeah. Kind of his backstory of being killed. And um, Devin thought it was Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right. Like, like, is that Bill Murray? It's like, no, it's not Bill Murray. What the fuck's Bill Murray doing in this? <laughs> God. Love Bill Murray. I do love Bill Murray. He's Great a, actor. He's a gem. Um, Freddy Krueger has been forgotten because nobody is afraid of him anymore. Apparently, this town has found a way to not be afraid. They just kind of forgot him. So he's going to bring back Jason to instill fear in the community. Sure. So then my next note is boobies and butt oh yeah boobies boobies uh yeah it's this chick getting undressed and going for a little skinny dip with her boyfriend mark but where's mark or mike it was one of the two mark or mike she's like mike mark where are you this isn't funny and then she just starts running look at my plastic boobs yeah then she just starts like sprinting away like she's running from something with boobs out yeah and then uh, she turns around and gets stabbed by Jason. Yeah, my yeah. I put classic girl running scene with tits out, like every slasher film. Yeah, Jason gets her good. Mm-hmm. Like literally stabs through a tree, through her and through the tree. Yeah, dumb. And um, during this whole thing, you find out that Jason is actually stuck in a dream, brought on by Freddy. He didn't actually kill this woman. He's dead right now. Um. And it was all a ruse a to ruse. get him angry to come back to life. And then you see his dead body in the woods. His heart starts. Search. Blum, blum. And when we say his heart starts, you literally see his heart. He has an open chest cavity. There is no skin or muscle. It's just bone and organs. Shouldn't your organs deteriorate with your muscles and skin? Well, I'm not going to question that of all things there are much more questionable parts of this film uh like most of it the fact that he has an open chest cavity the whole movie well no he doesn't because i guess he's wearing clothes but then like when freddy stabs him he doesn't just stab through him he stabs flesh so he just regenerates flesh well he must have done some plastic surgery yeah also freddy's face looks like a cherry pie (laughs) It really does. Um, title card now. Really cheesy. Title really cheesy. Card. Lots of like CGI blood and mm-hmm. um, metal, heavy metal music and shit. And not good. So, after the title card, three girls, Lori, Gib, Kia, are playing Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> with, there are two scenarios one with the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. And the other with the Scooby-Doo gang, Fred, Shaggy, and Scooby. Yeah. I said, fuck Shabby. Shabby? Fuck Shaggy, kill Scooby, marry Fred. I think that's the best. I said, Brandon. fuck fuck Fred, he's the pretty boy. No, Brandon just said, fuck Scooby and didn't want to, he said, fuck Scooby three times. No, I said, fuck Fred, I can't kill a dog, so I have to marry Scooby, and I'm killing Shaggy. 
You can't kill a dog? No. You saw how upset I got in Zombievers. That's true. That's true. So that that's our that's our input on Mary Fuck Kill for the Scooby Doo <laughs> game. I don't know the Three Stooges and enough to. I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen the Three Stooges. But during this whole game, Jason is right outside their window. He oh, like yeah. flicks a menthol cigarette into his face. Yeah. and doesn't even see him. She's like, boom! Here you go. Um, and then all of a sudden, bang on the door. Girls open it up. It's just some guys, some boyfriends. And one of them is to be set up with Lori. Because she's single and sad. And. Zombievers. This is the exact plot of Zombievers. <laughs> yeah. I put that in my notes. And then Devin was like, this is the exact story of Zombievers. I'm like, oh, look at my notes. I have my notes. Um, yeah. And then I put Kelly Rowland during this is playing the most stereotypical black girl ever. Yeah, they really leaned into it. Was she ever nude? Did she do any She did not do a nude scene. And we don't know if she was wearing acrylic nails. Not enough character development. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the first scene when they come in, she's like, Girl, get your ass out this chair or whatever. And I was like, whoa, Kelly. I mean, I guess you are black, but do they need to lean into it that much? Yeah, they don't even... They live in, like, some small town as well. Yeah. Like, (laughs) out in the countryside, like, not... Not New York or Chicago or Detroit, you know, where it's like... I just want the rest of this podcast for you to just be naming stereotypical cities with, like... Yeah, it's like not like she lives in Chicago or Detroit or, like, Los Angeles or, like, Las Vegas or, like, Baltimore or, like, Cleveland or Detroit or, like, Cleveland or, like, New York or, like, like, you know, like, Tampa or, like, Orlando or, like, maybe, you know, even, like... Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, definitely you know, like not that. Kansas City. Maybe not like Memphis. Yeah, or... No, no Memphis. Like, no. I mean, Manhattan, which is a part of New York. Or, or yeah, New I mean, York, yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, New Orleans or, you know. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. No, so, not yeah, like that. It's like she just, you know, she lives in like a, like a, like a Missoula or like a, you know, like a, like a Bozeman or a Cody, Wyoming. Uh, or like a Powell, Wyoming. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Definitely not like a San Diego. No, no. San a, Jose. Or... Definitely not like a Hollywood or like a, you know, like a. <laughs> an Albuquerque. Oh, no, definitely Al- not Phoenix. Not an Albuquerque. More no. like a, like a Little Rock, Arkansas or like a, you know, like a. You know, like an Alberton, like you know, definitely not like a Houston. No, oh, yeah, more like a Coeur I'd say <laughs> that's the end of our show. Guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, my note is obviously there's a thunderstorm when all the boys go to visit. Jason's outside, power is out, and Jason gets in, in the house to try and kill everyone. This is where I put there's a sex scene, and then more boobs, boobies. In the shower, body double. Mm -hmm. And while Gib showers, Jason kills her man, Balake. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's some terrible gore. He, like, stabs through him and through the bed. And, like, you see a shot from, like, underneath the bed of his heart, like, come through the mattress. It's really bad. And then Jason just... Metal WWE shit. <laughs> bends, takes the bed, a head side in one and foot on the other, and just bends it. Bends it to break his spine. 
Yeah. Like, so if you're laying on your stomach ass up. Yeah. Folds. <laughs> yeah. Head to toes. <laughs> Touch your toes, Touch people. your toes. We're going to do some stretches now. Not like that. Not like that. So, yeah. Um, now you find out that this murder happened at 1428 Elm Street. Cops think it's Freddy Krueger's coming back. Oh, shit. But it's not. It's Jason. It's Jason. And in the sheriff's department, they're t- saying this. Lori overhears this name, Freddy, and she wants to know who the killer is. And there's this weird close-up shot of her face as she looks like that. She has, like, her head rested on a table. And it's a shot from underneath, like, double chin and close-up on face. You said it looked like a porn shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, like, in the police department, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, after she's after this close-up shot, she says Freddy's name. She's like, what was the name again? Freddy. Freddy and now, Fruger. Freddy Fruger. <laughs> and now she's in a dream with a little girl with her eyes carved out. And this little girl is like, Freddy is coming, and that's basically here to instill the fear of Freddy into Lori so that it can spread throughout the community. Yeah. This is a five-year plan. Yeah, he's, he's uh, like, this is like the Roth IRA of, of fear. He's like got some like company contribution into his fear 401. Wait, it wasn't Balake. It was another guy that died because Balake dies up here. It was Greg or something. Because then next, my next note is Freddy tries to kill Balake in a dream, but he's not strong enough yet. Yeah. He does like this shadow stab thing and it doesn't kill him. Um, so he says he's going to let Jason have some fun. Yeah, so Jason murders him. Yeah, he felt like Balake fell asleep on the chair outside, and he turns around to his dad, and his dad's just staring off into the distance. He's like, Dad, what's wrong? Then as he says that, his dad's severed head falls off. Jason took the time to cut off his dad's head, and then place it perfect, balance it perfectly back on his well, head. Well, it wasn't even bleeding yet, so he <laughs> must have, like, cut it so fast, and his, not, his machete must have, his rusty machete must have been so sharp. That, like, he cut it without even... And he did it so fast that it created so much heat that it cauterized the blood for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, like, he was like, hey, Dad, what are you looking at? And then he, like, pokes his head and his head falls into his lap. He's like, oh. And then he turns around. Jason's there. And (laughs) Balaka used his dad's severed head as a shield for the machete. Didn't work, though. No, no. He... He did. Did not work, though. It did not. You know talking like that it's almost like i'm from like cincinnati or like detroit or like maybe seattle i was thinking yeah. or like like a metropolitan area like you know like los angeles like i said or like las vegas or like compton compton or harlem maybe harlem yeah like those those suburbs De- definitely not like anywhere in minnesota no 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 no, no. nowhere in like new mexico except louisville maybe like albuquerque i could see like albuquerque maybe uh, st louis st louis yeah tempe yeah 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 oh atlanta Ooh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah, atlanta yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely nowhere in like wyoming though you know no. nowhere in like north dakota you're not from dakota. riverton wyoming yeah no. yeah 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 no you're not from Fargo, eh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Jason kills Balake and his daddy-o. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so now you get a shot of some guys in a psychiatric institution. Um, and a guy says 
he sees like this TV on in the background while they're getting their meds. And he's like, I know the people, the people have been killed in that house. I know the people who live there. So this must be Lori's boyfriend that yeah. went crazy. You kind of hear a story of how he went crazy. She's single now. Yeah. Um, so, um, and the guy and his roommate are going to attempt to break out of this hospital. So the roommate does this monkey act. Yeah, where he presses his butt up against the window of, like, the office clerk and farts. You're like, who is the director? Like, what the fuck? Ronnie Yu. So the the guard is like, all right, it's trank time. So he draws up his tranquilizer and tranks him. Well, in the process of being tranked, he apparently stole his ID badge and keys, and they were able to escape the psychiatric institution. I'd just like to say Ronnie Yu might be the classiest individual I've ever known in my life. He, he, one, try, I'm sure probably sexually harassed all those women actors. oh for sure tried to breach a no nudity clause in a contract to so he could make so he could record some actors titties and then thought it would be really funny to make this actor pull down his pants shove his ass against a window and fart what are the odds that he kept some of this footage and just jerked off to it later uh i'd say little to no chance really yeah I'm, he, I, I, like I said, this guy seems like the pinnacle of class to me. Yeah, he's not like somebody that would be from like Baltimore. Yeah. No, or... no, no. He's more like, more of like a like a Beverly Hills, yeah. like a yeah, you know, like a like a Seattle, you know, not Oakland or no, no. not Oakland. I'd say yeah. like you know, like New York, but like upstate. Yeah, for sure has has some land. Um, so the next morning. Lori is with her dad, and dad is giving Lori a pill called Hypnosil in her orange juice. You don't really know what Hypnosil is up to this moment. I guess maybe if you've seen the previous films. We didn't know what it was. Yeah. He just slips a pill into her orange juice, and he really wants her to drink the orange juice. And we're like, oh, God, he's trying to drug her. So you go to school. She leaves. She doesn't drink her orange juice. Girls at school say the cops are blaming everything on Balake, that he killed his friend Greg and then his dad, and then himself, stabbed himself. Yeah, so, like, he somehow murdered his friend, bent a metal bed frame in half, chopped his father's head off, and then stabbed himself, like, 12 times and slashed his stomach open. Mm-hmm. Seems believable. So, Lori is set on this Freddy Krueger guy. Yeah. And nobody really knows the name because they got rid of Freddy Krueger in the town. Like, it's a long myth now. Well, then all of a sudden, the guys from the hospital, Mark and Will, show up and talk about Freddy Krueger and his past as well. Mark's kind of creepy about it. And he's like the, one, two, Freddy's coming to you. Three, four, better lock your back door is in your anus okay for the poo um so yeah they kind of show up and kind of like scare the whole class and will is indeed her ex-boyfriend yeah find that out they hug it out and then she passes out oh yeah and Lori's in a hospital bed and while her friends gib and kia are waiting in the hospital room Kia is in like a dream sequence. Yeah, with titties. Boobies! Boobies! Yeah, boobies in a magazine because in her dream she's like, how much for a nose job? And the clerk there's doesn't even say anything to her. Yeah. I was like, this is the worst customer service ever. Well, it is a school nurse. 
Was it? No, yeah, it was, it was school a school days. nurse. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. They're still the school. Oh, okay. Um. Well, with that, like, I didn't know that it was a dream sequence yet because I just thought Kia was thinking about nose jobs. Honestly, yeah. that could have been su- super real. I think until I saw the boobies, and then I was yeah. like, "Okay, this Wait is not real." Wait a minute, and then like it got more and more grotesque because she like turned. Yeah, she pages. turned the page, and then it was like just open chest cavities and stuff. Yeah, and then who popped out of this w- book of wonders? Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Your world is in danger, John Cena. <laughs> now it's Freddy, and then he like rips her nose off. Which I thought was yeah, kind of Yeah, got your nose. And he like flicks it off and it comes off just perfectly. Which she didn't not have a nose later. Everything that happens in the dreams happens in real life. Oh yeah. Plot, Plot hole. hole. Well, basically, she survived. She doesn't die here. She wakes up uh, to it. We find out that the town has blacked out obituaries for people that died via Freddy. And locked people up in psychiatric institutions for people who had contact or heard the name of Freddy to keep it from spreading throughout the town. That was their way of... Shit. Jesus Christ. That's so loud. Oh, Christmas. I, I dropped my water bottle. Um, that was their way of keeping Freddy out of the dreams, is to just stop all voices, stop anything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And that's why Mark and Will... We're in the psychiatric hospital. Because they wanted them to forget about Freddy Krueger. Correct. Wow. They apparently got, like, no phone calls. They couldn't send letters, nothing. They were just isolated. Yeah. And they received Hypnosil. <gasps> Whoa. We still don't know what it does, but they received it there. I guess it's hallucinogenic. Um. So, my next note. Boobies. <laughs> boobies? On again? A, on a van. Oh, yeah. Um, that Mark and Will are talking in about their plan to save Lori by dawn. They don't want her to fall asleep or she's a goner. Mm -hmm. So, Will takes the van to go find Lori, and she is at... Uh, uh, Forby's. She's eating a, a, a chuck steak at Forby's, and she got a side of hash browns. With green Tabasco. Green Tabasco. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Good. She's at a high school Forties. corn maze rave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually couldn't remember. I like the Forbes thing. No, yeah. she's at a high school corn maze rave thing. And um, one of my notes in here, it's pretty classic. Like, electronic music, people are just drinking beers and whatnot. There's this nerdy kid that shows up that has to chug beer, like, immediately. Um, and he comes up to Lori to like, would you like a drink or whatnot? And Kia comes up and she's like, sorry, already taken. I already done that. And then he just rips her a new asshole. Like, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he just tears her apart. It was something like, no, he's like, well, at first I was really offended that you were mean to me. Then I remembered you're mean to me to make yourself feel better because you really hate yourself and I'm sorry for you. And uh lori doesn't need your protection yeah and if you even can think past all this makeup wearing your head down and just freaking ripped her a new asshole just went at it just like a joe rogan podcast yeah (laughs) that is very accurate that is very accurate well um gib 
Trey was the first guy. Gibby. No, not Gibby. From <laughs> iCarly. Gib, um, Trey's girlfriend from the beginning, not Greg, Trey, that had his back broken, yeah. body double girl. Gib is passed out drunk at the party in, in the middle of a cornfield, and she's in a dream sequence. And while she's, like, passed out sleeping, you're getting some rapey vibes by a guy just staring at her. Oh, he was actually going to... There was a lot of, like... There was a lot of rape. This movie was not artistic enough to, like, have... I don't know, like... I feel like if if you're putting, like, rape in it, you need to, like, make a statement about, like, how trashy rape is. But this did not do it. No, no. I really, like, the director of this actually, I think, might be, like, a rapist or something. Or, like, a pedophile or... He's actually a piece of shit. Just watching this movie and hearing about like, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want a lot. He's probably from like Charleston or like, like yeah, like Knoxville uh, or anywhere in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> in Missouri, Missouri. Um. So yeah. Um. She's in this dream sequence, and she's basically just running around like hiding in lockers and whatnot, and getting her ass kicked by Freddy. Freddy is about to kill her. Oh, yeah. And as he does, he gets blood spattered on his face because Jason is in the cornfield, too, and stabs through the rapist's body into Gibbs' body as well, killing them both. Um, and Freddy's pissed. He's like, that was my kill! Mm-hmm. And then he, he fucking, he, like, he, like, tries to, like, flick the... The machete? The machete out, but, like, he sends the rapist... <laughs> Flying like he literally went to the moon for yeah. Jason X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They come back and they land on the moon before going. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Like you this? don't ever see his body again. Yeah, it's just gone. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's just he was actually the first Voyager. Yeah, I put Jason kills rapist and girl at the same time and launches rapist into the sky. Girl dies in dream sequence and Freddy's about to kill her. So Freddy's upset at Jason now. He brought Jason back to be the catalyst for everything, but now he's yeah. upset. Uh oh. So then Jason comes out, sees two frat boys. I'm like, what are you doing, punk? And first frat boy just walks up, breaks his neck. Yeah, 180 degrees. He's an owl now. Um, The other guy throws Everclear out of a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, and then lights him on fire. Yeah, and then throws a match on him, sets Jason on fire. Well, Jason survives that, obviously. Yeah, he's Jason. And just kills basically everyone at the party. And then that other frat boy somehow made it away like he was running away. Uh-huh. Well, then he takes his machete, sets it on fire, and throws it and spears the guy. Yeah. And then Jason walks into, like, the rave party and just fucking, like, murders probably, like, 20 people. And then... He uh, just walks out. Yeah, the three main characters leave in a van and just drop... Just Kia drop Kia off. At home. To go to sleep. As if nothing dream sequence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Dumbest shit ever. Pa- power in numbers. No. No. Alone no. with one, a live serial killer, and two, yes. a dream serial killer. Yeah. And uh, so Kia's at home, and then the chick and the boy. The boy. Will, Will tells Lori, they're in the van when Kia leaves, he tells her that he saw her dad kill her mom, and that's why he was in the psychiatric hospital. Her dad had sent her to the hospital. Her dad had sent him to the hospital for talking wacko. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he said 
he told Lori, the dad told Lori that her mom died in a car accident. But that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Um, so during this, still so much thunder going on. Will and dad, dad comes up upset that Lori is with Will. Will and dad start to fight. Dad's like choking Will out or whatever. And Lori goes running away. And dad tries to give her hypnosil. And she just continues to run away. Jumps out like her window or something. Yeah. Find the, a tree. Then they drive off in the van. Mm-hmm. Well, Lori and Will's plan is to go back to Mark, the other friend from the hospital, because uh-huh. he is the expert on everything. Yeah. And Mark is in a dream sequence as they arrive. And he's trying to stay awake during this whole thing. And Freddy's basically just toying with him. Yeah. And, okay, so they get out of the van and just start sprinting towards the house. Like, they, like they know he's... But they don't, because they're outside <laughs> and he's asleep. This is the dumbest movie. They wanna, sprint wanna... full speed to his window and not the front door either. Smack the director in the face. Ronnie, like, you. What the... Ronnie, you? Why? Why'd you make this movie? And why did it make so much money? Yeah, they run right to his window that's caged. Yeah. And they... not to his front door. And they just watch him. Yeah, they watch him die. Murdered. Yeah, because like in the dream, Freddy's like, you're going to send a message for me. He's like, I won't. He's like, okay, I'll send it then. So he sets him on like fire. He like brands his back. He brands his back. Yeah, saying, where's my message? Freddy is back. Freddy is back. On back. On Freddy is back on my back. And like, yeah, Mark like kind of wakes up, but he's not. And he's like grabbing onto the bars in his window. And they're just looking at him and see like his face just get scarred up and stuff mm-hmm. and he's on fire but they never go inside the front door no they just watch it <laughs> they pull out like some food and they're like dinner and a show and popcorn mm. but only one kernel every 12 seconds yeah that's your rule i don't know when i came up with that rule that was my rule oh it was <laughs> yeah son of a bitch um so freddy is back he has enough power to kill nice because enough people are afraid. Go, Freddy. Fred Krueger. Fred Krueger. Um, so there's one cop that's been very skeptical about the whole thing. And he goes to tell the teens to tell them about the history of Jason and Freddy. Like, he knows all these tales, although mm-hmm. he's only been there for a month. Yep. And um, they are wondering who to target first, if they're going to kill one of them, Freddy or Jason. Yeah. They're kind of torn back and forth. And they say that. They think a sacrifice to Freddy is appropriate. The virgin of the group they should sacrifice, which is Lori, I guess. Yeah, but that ends up all being in Lori's dream because Lori fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, so she was dreaming that. And in her dream, her dad kisses her on the mouth. That was really weird. Again, why? Why was that he scene just necessary? Tongue, he just tongues her. Yeah, it's just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then there's another scene that's super fucked up. That comes later? Yeah, like yeah. right at the end. And it's like, they, like this is a slasher film. I get it. There's gore, but there doesn't need to be like that shit. Because that's like, there's a difference between like gore and just being fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like even Saw had more class than this film. Oh, Saw, that first Saw is a wonderful thriller yeah. and suspenseful gore yeah. movie. Yeah. Even the second one is decent, and the third one is okay. Once you get to Saw 4 through 9, they really drop off. Yeah. Um, the biggest part of this dream sequence for her, though, is that Freddy is, like, grabbing her face, like, scratching it, and she grabs his ear, and as she wakes up, 
she rips off the ear and it's in real life. Like she's holding his ear. Yeah. And they watch it kind of like dissolve away or whatever. It turns, it turns like worms. Turns into maggots. Intestines. Maggots. You know, like the, you know, they're, they're like maggots. Describe them. Uh, they're like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, maggots. Dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Remember the dick pics? I wouldn't have been surprised if there were dick pics in this film. Uh, I wouldn't have either. Like but, multiple. But you know Robert Yu is... Ronnie like, Yu. Ronnie Yu is just disgusted by, by, by male anatomy. Yeah. Um, it's because he hates his own body. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, she, she gets his ear. That's the big thing. She brings it into the real world. So, then they say one thing where they're like, they, they were listening about the history of them. Like, one died no. in water and one died in fire. Can we use this against them? <laughs> I don't think so. That's I, a, they try to. They step out on a limb there, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, next we learn that Hypnosil, the cop tells them, is a drug to stop dreams. Or not oh. not the cop. Will does, because that's what he took in the hospital. Yeah. Stops your dreams. So they're going to break into Weston Hills Mental Institution for more hypnosil for everyone. Mm-hmm. So they can get Freddy out of the conversation for them. Yeah. Um, one of the guys is getting really high in the institution and is hallucinating in his dream. This terrible CGI worm thing with the face of Freddy. It's so bad. It was like if you mix a dachshund... <laughs> With a worm, and then put a burn victim's face on it. Yeah, and it, like, crawled in, and it was really bad CGI and cheesy, and, like, it... Remember when it crawled out? <laughs> well, yeah, but it pulled out a hookah. <laughs> it started smoking with him. And it smoked and then blew the smoke in his face, and then it crawled out, but it was Jason, or Freddy. Freddy, and this was such a... Be- this was, like, this movie is so bad it makes me mad. <laughs> This, I think this is the worst movie we've watched. Rubber? Worse, way worse than Rubber. You think least, worse than Rubber? At least Rubber tried to be artistic. That is true. Well, Freddy uses that worm thing. He, he's like on the ceiling in the worm body and like drops into this guy, the high guy's mouth. Yeah, and his like, and then just jaw like, unhinges. And then he just like lives in him and makes him dump out all the hypnosil. Yeah, and then he takes like tranquilizer, a shit ton of it. And uh, Jason, like, comes in and, like, kills the sheriff guy. Yep. And they're all running from Jason, except the guy who's possessed by Freddy. He's like, I, I got this. So, and here's my timestamp. is one hour and three minutes in. We get to see the first interaction between Freddy and Jason. Yeah. Lo and behold, this movie is only an hour and 38 minutes as well. <laughs> so. Two-thirds of the way through. Yep. And first scene Jason slices Freeberg. That's the high guy's name. We yeah. never met him before. He was only in this scene. Yeah. He was never in the movie. He was just with the crew. They just needed a pothead. Yeah. So he slices him in half. But while that, Freddy, in Freeberg's body, tranks Jason, double tranquilizer, to send him into a dream. Yeah. So Jason is in this dream with Freddy and is just getting thrown around by Freddy in a dream with telekinesis. Yeah, and then there's a scene where he like bounces him off pipes and ping pong sounds. No, like pinball. Pinball sounds like, like ding, 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 ding. Oh, so fucking cheesy. That was so bad. And then Jason is like getting stabbed through the chest with his own machete 
He's like holding on to it, trying to keep it from going any further. But Freddy's telekinesing it into his body and then also mind powering, throwing bricks onto the machete to impact it. So dumb. And there's he's still fighting. He's stabbed through the chest and he cuts off Freddy's arms with the machete once he gets it back. But they can just grow back. And you pointed out all of a sudden the dream is always red. Uh-huh. Turns green. I don't know why. It auto-turned off. Oh. I don't know why it turned green. Uh, yeah, it beats me. Green is a color for, like, envy or disgust. But that wasn't really... Red is rage and okay, so it turned... and love, because they're in love. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> turned green when uh, Freddy saw the water. Yeah, so, no, Jason. Or Jason saw the water. Jason saw the water, when it and it turns green, and it's like a stream of water separating them. And Freddy finds the one thing Jason is afraid of. Because, like, in this dream, he's like, why won't you die? He was, like, so upset about it. Yeah. And because he's feeding on things that you're afraid of, and he finds out he's afraid of water. So he gets him, like, he makes it rain on him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so it's, I, I'm sure in the... 30 movies there are of friday the 13th <laughs> one of them is it where it's raining so. yeah yeah plot hole so it makes it rain on him and freddie brings jason to his childhood now and is like stabbing him through the temple with his butter knife things and then there was this weird zoom into the skull piercing yeah. with like a cgi sequence where it just like kept zooming and zooming into like yeah. blood cells and muscle yeah. why like a superhero yeah it was like a brain blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, think, think. Brain blast. <laughs> so Jason is dreaming of all the people he kills. You uh-huh. get a tiny nip slip. Oh, yeah. Yep. Titties. From Gib, the girl with the body double. Gibby. You do see Gibby's tits in iCarly, now that I'm thinking about it. You do. You see him but a no, lot. But no, Gib, the girl with the body double, was the one with the nip slip. I don't know. Was that another body? I don't know anymore. <laughs> they photoshopped Gibbs face on it. Like, we need her face. We need We it. need this associate. <laughs> well, um, during this, the teens actually took Jason in their van to take him back to Camp Crystal Lake for Jason's environment. Because their plan is to have them fight each other. To get them to be back together. Like Jason and Freddy yeah. fight each other. So they also, they're, they're tranquilizing him over and over again to keep him asleep. They also tranquilize Lori to dream about saving Jason as a kid to get Freddy into the real world to have Jason and Freddy fight also Camp Counselor Titty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Another booby. In the dream sequence for Lori at the camp when he's dying because he was neglected by the camp counselors. Yeah. Is them just the counselors just fucking and you see some titty. Just one. Just one. Just one boob. Tasteful. <laughs> Tasteful tit. So, um, Jason is drowning in his dream, and he is about to receive mouth-to-mouth from Kia. You had some problems with this. I had so many problems with this. <laughs> Why? See, what? When they take off his mask? Uh, but even then, why are they trying to resurrect Jason? So they can kill Freddy. But Freddy's gonna. But Jason's going to die, and then you still only have one monster to deal with. That is true. It just doesn't fucking make sense. It doesn't make sense. Let him die. I, I hate this movie, and I hate Robert Yu or Rennie Yu or Ronnie Yu, Ronnie Yu or whatever the fuck his name is. And I just I want to pee in his mouth. Ooh, and, and drown in that way, and not a, and not a kinky way. 
Well, he's drowning in his dream. He's about to receive mouth to mouth from Kia. The one guy's like, I can't do it. I have asthma. And I was like, same. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's a good excuse. No, not at all. Well, he wakes up as they're about to do mouth to mouth. And he leaves Freddy in this dream as Freddy was like drowning yeah. him. Yeah. So Freddy's pissed. And they get into this giant rollover crash because Jason's awake in their car. Yeah. And they just all live. And Jason was flung to Timbuktu out of this <laughs> yeah, rollover. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> No one was buckled in. It was the back of, like, a cargo van, and they'd fucking roll it over, like, three times, and they're all fine. Yeah. I hate this movie. <laughs> well, teens are fighting Jason to bring Lori back to life. Oh, wait. Teens are fighting Jason, and Will's trying to bring Lori back to life to, like, wake her up, but Lori is stuck with Freddy in this dream sequence, and here it is. It's almost like if you give someone a clinical a clinical-grade sedative... That you can't just shake them away. Yeah, they're like, wake up, girl, wake up. It's almost like the thing they use to keep patients asleep when they (laughs) literally cut them open is strong enough to keep them asleep when you shake them. (laughs) The general anesthesia on her, and they're like, girl, why aren't you waking up? Why won't you wake up? They're like pinching her, like, come on, wake up. Well, yeah, she's in this just with Freddy now, and her plan is to wake up while holding Freddy so that he comes into the real world. And this is where we get the other rape scene. Like, Freddy is about to kill her. He's got her, like, pinned down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, he says to her, he's like, your first time is gonna get, is messy. Gonna get messy. And then he puts, like, his knife hands, like, under her skirt. And it's like, what? There's no reason. There's no Not reason. Not at all. Please stop. Like, Freddy Krueger was never, like, I don't know, like, it's just so fucked up. Well, in the real world, they set a fire, like Jason is on fire or whatever, and there's a fire in the room. Well, it catches Lori's hand on fire, mm-hmm. and that's what wakes her up. And then she... She grabs Freddy. Pulls him into the real pulls world. Pulls him into the real world. And here, one hour, 17 minutes. Whew, they're finally going to fight. Freddy, Jason fight. And I said it's an hour 38. It's really like an hour 32 with credits. So that means there's 15 minutes left of the yeah, movie. Yeah, And Kia saves Lori and Will by harassing Freddy. Jason appears behind her, slashes her, but with the slash doesn't cut her in half. Also just punts her into a tree a mile away. Yeah. And you said it was like the Wicker Man mule kick. Yeah, the, the donkey kick from the Wicker Man <laughs> when he launches her into the, the wall. Well, Freddy is winning this fight. He's being very tactical, using objects. He's very quick, like quick jabs, like the stabs and zombie yeah. quick yeah, jabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's jumping around, like, throwing construction things at him, um, piercing him, like... Really fucking him up. Yeah, he really does. And Jason should die, based on how many times he's been stabbed and hit, but he doesn't. Um, Freddy's about to, like, push this cart onto him, but it gets stuck. And in the process, it, like, shakes and he falls. And he gets his leg caught in this rope. Yeah, some clumsy shit. <laughs> he so, fucking fall. He falls off his... His only job is to push a cart down a ramp and somehow he falls off a scaffolding and gets himself tied up on the side of a wrecking ball (laughs) right in front of Jason. So Jason starts taking over, fucking shit up. He is just going to, just stabbing the shit out of him. And then I don't know how, but Freddy gets back into it and he cuts Jason's fingers off, takes his machete and starts going to town on Jason. It's just back and forth, just stabbing and just gore. That's it. Stabs him through the eyes with his things. I said, okay, Jason might be dead now. Yeah. I definitely thought he was dead. 
and then uh, the two humanoids, the two measly humanoids. Lori and Will. Lo- yeah, well, humans don't get the dignity of having names, in my <laughs> mind at least. Uh, they start spraying the dock that they're fighting on with gasoline. Because there's just a gasoline tanker there, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. And on then, the pier. And then they spray the, the tank, the propane tank and the gas tanks all down with gas, and then they light it on fire, and then they jump in the water, and there's this epic explosion. The really cheesy away. running away from fire scene. Yeah. <laughs> and um, during this, while they're about to explode with the fire, Jason... Rips Freddy's heart out. Yeah. So Freddy has the machete in Jason. So with his one arm, rips his heart out. And with his other arm, rips his arm off. Just dismembers him. Yeah. And then they both just kind of die. They, they get Everything they, explodes. They get yeeted into the, the lake. Both there's of a, them are on fire. There's a lot of yeeting in this. There's a lot of yeeting. And, yeah, everything explodes. Both of them fall into the water. Will and Lori are finally safe. Well, no, they're not, obviously. Jason comes up Freddy holding comes up. his machete. Freddy well, you comes, think... Freddy comes up holding think, Jason's machete. You think it's Jason. Oh. Because it's got, oh, like, his boots. Okay. It, like, yeah. looks like it's him. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. And then, nope, it's Freddy. With well, Jason's machete. And one arm. And one arm. Ready to kill them. Then out of nowhere... Jason was there too. Freddy didn't hear him clunking behind him. Yeah. Takes his dismembered arm with the knives, stabs it through Freddy's chest, and falls and dies in the lake. And Freddy's like dying. And then as this is happening, like he's on his knees, Lori grabs the machete, cuts off Freddy's head, Freddy machete. Freddy machete. Um, with Jason's machete, and her and Will walk to freedom. And then the closing scene. The next morning. The next morning, Jason walks out of the lake holding just Freddy's head. And not even stumbling, just alive. No, yeah, and Freddy's head just smiles. He goes, hee 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 Yeah, his eyes like follow the camera, yeah. and he smiles and laughs. laughs and, so they both live, and fuck that. And, and there was actually no reason to have this movie made at all, because no plot has been developed at all. No, the, the, the pl- There was no exposition. There was no... <laughs> I hate this movie. I turned into a dog. What? That was that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the end of our movie. Not I'm not. Even, I'm not. I'm gonna not clap. gonna clap. Yeah. yeah. There's, There's the no first, reason to clap. The first movie I will refuse to clap to. I think we gave one clap to Rubber. One clap. This does. This is zero claps. This is a zero well, clap movie. Let's let's finish it off. Let's do our QRR, and we'll start with our handy dandy Q. QRR. Hey. Kip, what are you doing? I thought you were going to quit. I only smoke when I drink now. But you're always drinking. Yeah, we'll I'll work on that next. Okay. Not actually... A very quotable movie. Yeah, a pretty quotable film. Uh, my first one. So it was when Jason is in the corn and getting ready to kill the two frat boys. And he's behind them and they turn around. And the one guy goes, I guess their names are Teammate and Shaq. I took, I took this from IMDb. So, teammate goes, check out this fucking guy. And then chat goes, well, hey there, Jethro. This is a rave, not a Halloween party. Why don't you go find yourself a pig to fuck? And teammate goes, yeah, invite only, corn poke. And then he breaks his neck. Very weird. My first one is, uh, there's no context to this. It's just like background noise. Um, but you hear the main character say, 
Nokia, what you need is a lobotomy. Thinking about it, I bet it was like something, maybe we just missed it or something, or Kia was probably like, I need a nose job. And and she was like, you need a lobotomy, which is why the nose job came up. But I don't remember that at all. Not important. Not important. My next one is by Lori. She's in Jason's Nightmare. Um, towards the end, um, while Jason is drowning in Crystal Lake. And this is where we had the scene of the camp counselors yeah. having sex. And she goes, aren't you going to help the kid? And the male counselor looks at her while having sex and goes, can't you see that I'm busy here? Jesus. Uh, a fucked up movie. Yeah. So mine was when the main character was talking to someone. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to characters at all because no. they didn't matter. Uh, the main character or the main character asks the other girl she's like what do you see in him and it was about the one guy who was an asshole who got killed by the bent bed frame Trey 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 and she said I don't know but he has a cute ass and classic Trey classic Trey Um, my next one is by Kia when she's talking to Freddy distracting saving Lori and Will she goes on a rant about him so this is a longer quote that I took from IMDb but she goes so you're the one everyone's afraid of? Tell me something. Oh, oh yeah. God. What kind of faggot runs around in a Christmas sweater? I mean, come on. Get real. You're not even scary. Um, oh, I have you're not even scary twice. And let's talk about the butter knives. What is with the butter knives? Are you trying to compensate for something? Maybe coming up a little short there between the legs, Mr. Kruger? I mean, you've got these teensy-weensy little things... And Jason has got this big old thing and like, and then Freddie points behind her and she turns and gets. Jason, and she gets punted into the tree. Yeah. Um, my next one is, uh, I don't know who said this, but they said, yeah, I should go. I could use a few dozen drinks. That was Gib. Gib. At, at school. She said that in front of the principal. How old were these? They were in high school. He fucking had, to, oh my God. That makes me more angry boob shots for high schoolers well that and the fucking sodomy scene jesus christ i swear to god i mean they were obviously over 18 in real life but yes they were supposed to be in high school on this i hate that guy so my next one is freddy krueger when he is turns jason young in the one dream when he's about to kill him and he stabs him through the temple he takes off jason's mask and he goes oh how sweet you ugly little shit. Now there's a face, and he lifts up his mother's severed Sorry. head, and he goes, only a mother could love. Freddy was fucked up. <laughs> Freddy fucks. Freddy, I'm not even going to say it. Freddy doesn't fuck. Freddy's fucked up, but Freddy does not fuck. Fuck buck. Freddy doesn't fuck buck. Freddy. Fuck yeah. buck fucks Freddy fucks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, yeah. see, now you got it. Uh, they were talking like the virgin scene where they were saying they need to sacrifice a virgin. Mm-hmm. Someone says, uh, we need to sacrifice a virgin. And then everyone looks at Linderman, the nerdy guy, and he goes, don't look at me. It counts, even if you pay for it. It's a good joke. Yeah. It's, That's a pretty good joke. Yeah. I have one where it's at the beginning when the boys show up to their house when all the girls are playing fuck, Mary kill. And they're trying to set Balake and Lori up. Kia is. And she goes, Lori. Why don't you go upstairs and show Blake your feng shui? Oh, yeah. They're really about feng shui in that. Yeah, they feng shui the, the feng out of that. Um, so, Freddy 
at my last quote is when Freddie was chasing uh, the main character. He was really mad at her for um, uh, getting Jason out of the, the dream. So mm-hmm. he was like very motivated to kill her. And then Kia comes up and she's like, hey, hey, come after me instead. And I was like, why would Freddie choose this girl over the one he wants the one he wants to kill because he actually has motives motives. and he just goes so sweet dark meat and i was like this is (laughs) (laughs) i hate this movie um so i've still got three more so i'll rattle them off one is at the psychiatric institution one of the guys tells the guard what does this pill even do and he goes the guard goes it keeps you nice and docile while i kick your little ass Terrible. 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 Um, and two more. Um, in the hospital again, Mark and Will are talking, and this guy's trying to play checkers with Mark, and Mark goes, Kurt, how many times do I have to tell you I don't do checkers? I'm an Uno guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me some Uno cards, and I'll play with you. Honestly, respect. I love, a, I love Uno. I'm an Uno guy. And my last one is actually a quote from you, and we already said it, but it was... Why don't you just shoot Jason into space? And I go, well, actually, <laughs> the next Jason film, Jason X, is about Jason in space. So, those are quotes. Quotes. For a, for a bad film. If there's a good review of this, I know 100% it's going to be all about, wow, hot girls, very good nude scenes, good gore, very good artful movie with good nude scenes. <laughs> and it's going to just talk about boobs and gore but before we get into our reviews ratings oh yeah what are you giving it as like if there was anything below a zero i would give it below a zero i've never felt this negatively about a movie i mean i like maybe if i watched an actual isis terrorist film where they were beheading american journalists reddit 50 50 yeah like reddit 50 50 i it's on like the same level as this film like don't waste your time Terrible film, terrible acting, terrible plot, terrible insinuations, really. Just horrible film. Never watch. Don't watch. Zero out of ten. I'm going to give it a two out of ten. Two out of ten? You've lost all Maybe 1.5. That's kind of the range. I mean, I'm trying to figure out where on that spectrum I am between 1.5 and 2. Yeah. Um, I do think that the guy that plays Freddy Krueger does a pretty good job of that. Um, they did have decent music to it. I don't know. Did you see the electronic rave scene? <laughs> the recall and the heavy metal music in the title card. Yeah. No, I just mean like the ominous in the background. And I think they did an okay job of trying to do a backstory to get both characters together. That's about it, though. Yeah, they didn't do an okay job. I think it was sloppy. So, that's where I'm at. So, Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, percentage. Percentage, if it's anything above 20%, I'm going to be mad. So, what's your guess? I'm guessing 18. 41%. Fucking son of a bitch. And audience score percent? It's probably going to be like 56. 50%. Yeah. Um, Metascore, critics, out of 100. Uh, 20. 37. Okay. And audience out of 10. Four? 5.7. See, I don't really trust these these critic ratings anymore. <laughs> like, I think they're kind of BS. Because, like, there was, like, good movies that got 
lower critic scores. Mm -hmm. Like, what did uh, Bird Box get? Oh, higher than that. Or, like, another good movie that we watched. Like, Cat in the Hat. Probably got worse. Wait, wait. It had, like, 27 or something. Yeah, what the fuck? There's no way. Reviews. You ready for (sighs) what people are saying? I'm a little miffed right now. Yeah, hit me. First one by Daniel Cerrito on September 8th, 2021. So, a couple months ago. Funny and gory. 9 out of 10. Okay. They got low standards. Yeah. Funny and gory. Okay. Almost a perfect film. Sure. Next one by The Little Songbird. Okay. On January 1st of 2018. 1-1. The New Year. Okay. Felt very motivated to write this on The New Year. The Little Songbird. The idea to have two horror character icons, Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street films and Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th films, and the same film was an intriguing one and had a lot of potential to work. Unfortunately, Freddy vs. Jason was an example of a film that executed this intriguing idea poorly and it really does not live up to its rather misleading title. Freddy vs. Jason is not a complete disaster. It has visual eeriness at times when it's not looking like it was made uh, like it was made on the cheap. And um, the music looms ominously and tries to give the film some kind of mood. The film also boasts one good performance, that of Robert Englund, showing why Freddy's iconic status in the horror film genre is justified. The characters that aren't Freddy and Jason are incredibly irritating and don't actually serve much point to the story other than having a subplot that induces unintentional laughter, feels really thrown in um, a, bar- a barely relevant way. Freddy vs. Jason even manages to foul up Freddy and Jason themselves. The myth, backstories, and development of both characters are muddled and lucrative. Um, There is a complete lack of scares, chills, or suspense, thanks to pointless gore and a story that overdoses on daftness and relies far too much on the dreams within nightmares concept that was tired well before this film was made. Mostly it feels cheap, and Ronnie Yu's direction never rises above the half-hearted. Overall, with an interesting idea going for it, there was... A decent film somewhere in Freddy vs. Jason. It's just so frustrating that it turned out to be the mess that it is, with the huge flaws fighting the very few good points every step of the way. Three out of ten. Very in depth. That is a perfect review. Yeah, it kind of is. Is everything I wanted and needed. Yeah. Respect. Three out of ten is a little high for you, obviously, but Yeah, well also I have like ethical issues with this movie but yeah there i think a lot of people probably do um next is by utgard 14 on may 11th 2014 watchable but (laughs) mostly crap children of the 80s longed for the day when we'd get a movie like this too bad when we finally got it it was steeped in the flaws of horror films from the late 90s onward the characters are obnoxious on a level that was undreamed of before the late 90s There's the added elements of high school crap and raves and every cliche you could shake a stick at. The actors are terrible. Monica Kina goes through the whole movie seemingly on the verge of tears. She's part of the movie's retarded Romeo and Juliet subplot. Also, nearly every girl in the movie has breast implants. The whole thing has more in common with movies like I Know What You Did Last Summer than anything from the 80s. The only saving grace is that the last half hour or so when the actual Freddy vs. Jason stuff starts, is enjoyable. So is it good? Well, not really, but it is watchable. Although Jason, the Jason is afraid of water stuff is submaronic. It's certainly better than the last few Friday and Elm Street sequels than that preceded it. 5 out of 10. 
a little high, but I guess. This person is sounds like they're a fan. They knew about some of the yeah. backstory, and they said it's better than some of the ones that came before it. Oh, good God, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why imagine. I got these. Maybe it's that's why I got these reviews from critics is because critics saw the previous ones. Like, well, I guess it's yeah. better. I have to put it higher than what I gave it last time. Ah, oh. all right. Um, next by Smells Like Cheese. <laughs> Okay. November 11th, 2003. 11-11. I trust this guy already. Man, I felt like this was a presidential campaign. <laughs> Smiley face. Who would you vote for this in this awesome battle? Me? Freddy all the way, man. I'll give you that Jason's bigger, but he's such a mama's boy. Freddy is just downright mean. But this movie was so incredibly awesome and such a treat to horror fans. If you're a fan of the Friday the 13th series... This had so many tributes to the originality, sex, drugs, alcohol, stupid teens, and cliche bad acting. We had our little slutty girl, the smart but always sexy girl who's a virgin, the funny, stereotypical black girl, a geek, a stoner, the sensitive boyfriends, and two of the coolest boogeyman of all horror cinema. This was just such a blast to watch. Classic horror cliches and the best battle of the ultimate boogeyman were just too cool. 9 out of 10. That's exactly the kind of review I expected for someone who liked this mm-hmm. movie. Like, like almost to the T. Mm-hmm. Yep, all right. Um, by Ryhat, one, on March 25th, 2005. Peanut butter and jelly were great, too, until someone put them in a jar together. One out of ten. Oh, shit. That's simple. Yeah. Very simple. Simple, simple but good. And my last review is by Gia Time. Okay. August 17th, 2003. Jason rocks. I love him so much. (laughs) I hate Freddy because he kills children. Jason is number one. Number one. Don't laugh. Those are my six-year-old's comments. He wanted me to post them here. Don't think I'm nuts for taking him to Jason, but since he was three, um... That has been his hero. Found a hockey mask at a garage sale and has been playing Jason ever since. Don't worry, he hasn't been exposed to the gore or nudity. I edit all that out for him. He and I both loved this movie. One of the best monster-to-monster fights ever. This movie was great. The whole crowd was applauding at the end. Applauding! Go see Jason versus Freddy. 10 out of 10. The crowd was her and her her son. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> she also took her three-year-old son to see this movie. They wouldn't have let, her, let him in, I She said like. the crowd was applauding, but she also edited the gore and nudity. Did she just make him cover his eyes and ears? Yeah, must have done. He didn't watch any of this film then. And also, I, f- I f- worry about this kid if his hero is Jason. <laughs> De- definitely worried. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know... There's bad role models, and then there's Jason, the (laughs) immortal serial killer who also kills children. Let's be real here. These are teenagers, children. No. No. Wait, what what was the rating she gave it? 10 out of 10. Okay, yeah. All right. But the child didn't watch any of the movie if she didn't let him see the gore or the nudity. (laughs) There is, there's a lot of nudity, but the whole movie is gore. There were 300 gallons of fake blood. 
Ugh, I've never seen future serial killer. Like, like if this guy turns into a serial killer, they'll go to this movie review and they'll be like, "All right, well, we've profiled him." <laughs> yeah, the, this has been tracked. Like, the FBI yeah. is watching yeah. this child. For, yeah. What? When was the date on that? Two thousand three, and he was three, so eighteen years. So he's twenty one. He, oh boy! Oh oh, we're in for it now. <laughs> It's 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 this kid's time. He's he's gonna go shit. go out for his twenty first, get shit faced, and start his spree. God damn it's we're all doomed. We're all doomed. A role model at three. Brandon, do you recommend this film? Not at all. No, don't watch this film. I, there's probably better Jason films. I kind of uh, doubt it at this point. I but. will 100% agree that there are better Jason and Freddy films because the first ones are icons, like I said. Yeah, that's Those true. first ones made in the 80s were like the pinnacle of horror. They, you had that. You had Mike Myers and Halloween. You had all these together. You had the, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You had these great slashers that they just kind of were run out of ideas yeah. After the ninth and eleventh iterations, <laughs> with oh, more, yeah. with more later, yeah. And I know your recommendation, a uh, resounding yes, a resounding yes. This love story between two unlikely antagonists in Baltimore, in Baltimore, in, in is, Detroit, is in, is both both heartfelt and intimate. And in I Cleveland and, and Cleveland, and Taunton. I would w- recommend watching this only in Los Angeles. Or maybe Las Vegas, or Seattle, or Denver, or, uh, you know, anywhere in Colorado. The Pacific Northwest would be a good place. Definitely not Des Moines, Iowa, or Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, I, I mean, I, maybe Green Bay. Definitely not um, Tampa. No, Tampa would be a good place. I'm yeah, thinking. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely but not. But not Orlando. Not Boston. Not Orlando. Orlando's too theme parky. Nowhere in Rhode Island. Does Rhode Island doesn't even exist? Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Um. So that's Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. No one recommends it. Yeah. Watch the better slash. Watch the originals. Watch the originals, or just go watch porn, if that's what you're in it for. If you're in it for the boobs, go watch porn. If you're in it, in it for, for the, the gore, watch Saw. Or. Texas Chainsaw Massacre or any original. Watch the original Saw or porn before watching this. Yeah, just watch all of those, and then if you still have an urge to watch this film, then see a psychiatrist. Yeah, see a psychiatrist, and then watch Transformers. Yeah, and then watch and then watch this. But this should be a last resort for sure. If if the Downtown Spook Boys don't recommend it. I no one, no one recommends. No one it. should recommend this film at all. So, I think that's it. That that's gonna be it. I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, I'm gonna go take an angry shit. Yeah, go take an angry shit. Um, do we want to tell the people what next week's movie is because it's, it's yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's a good one. Crazy. It's one that you guys. Th- there's no way anybody has seen this film. We're probably even heard of it. But next week, just so maybe you guys could get a head start on us and be ready for what we're about to talk about. (laughs) The movie is Birdemic, colon, Shock and Terror. This is Birdemic. This is Birdemic. So, 
watch that and not Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Um, leave us voice messages on Anchor, reviews on any of our podcast sites, comments on our social media pages, and um, take a good poop. Take for me, for the boys, for the downtown spook <laughs> the, boys. Yeah. Do it for us. <laughs> do it. Do it, please. I'm begging you, Daddy. Do it. For the downtown spook boys. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.